morning. Thank you for joining us today on Becca's World. I'm your host, Blind Becca, and today we're recording the next episode of The Blind View. And so we have some people joining us and other people maybe dropping in. How are you guys today? Fine. Doing okay. Okay, there's several topics we can discuss um, today. Um, I'm just going to throw one out there. Um, Halloween. Does anybody want to talk about past um, Halloween experiences that they've had? I mean, I, I will. I mean, only I can think of was when I had to chase them little punks for egg in, a, egg in our house. Um, you know, yeah, they, you know, these little idiots around here like to do that as a prank. Yeah, first time that's the first time I got put in handcuffs too. <laughs> Wait, would you like to describe that? What, you know, um, you know these little idiots from from my high school. Um, again, it's like going to the grocery store and buying a bunch of eggs on Halloween and just causing chaos. And I said I'm not gonna have it no more this year because that stuff is hard to get off your house. It's hard to get off, and and your car too, especially after it takes a while to dry off. It'll and, strip you know, the paint. Yeah, it, it really will. And um, I was like, no, not again. And I, I was actually waiting for them, you know. And um, <laughs> they came around. As soon as they threw the first egg, that's when you got justified calls to go and chase them. And I did. And it started a big, a big, a big huge fight. And cops got called. And you know, my dad came to my rescue. Like, oh, my, no, my son was defending his home. They were egging people. And, and the neighbors, come, they, um, they coincide with my dad's story. It's like, okay, let me go. But they still had to handcuff me, though. But, eh, all in all, they didn't do it no more after that, so. Wow, that's cool. Does anybody else have any Halloween stories they want to talk about, or do they want to talk about how they feel about Halloween? I'm kind of curious how many trick-or-treaters we'll have this year and what it'll be like. Oh, yeah. Um, we, we bought some different kinds of snacks that we thought would be a little less, um, handsy, I guess <laughs> would be the right word <laughs> so that people wouldn't have to touch them as much. Um, mm -hmm. something I usually, easier. I usually, end up, I have bought candy and stuff before for trick-or-treaters, but nobody, uh, nobody. Nobody tends to show up, so I stopped caring a while back. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to plan for the same number of trick-or-treaters I usually get, just hoping for the best. Yeah. Um, and I know it's really, I'm honestly wondering how many people will get. Um, I, I kind of suspect people are probably just going to go about living their lives like normal. You know what I mean? Some people will, and some people will not go out this year, which is sad for the kids. I think it's a fun experience. I remember going out when I was a kid and going out all night, and now it seems like after 30 minutes, they're done. You guys, I want to talk to our viewers, and I want to talk to you guys about safety this year. You know, as a blind person, at previous Halloweens, I've been very uncomfortable, you know, just having random people ring your doorbell when you're blind. Um, it's kind of a freakish thing when you don't know who it is. And like, I have an anxiety problem. And so I used to get really, well, I probably will this year. I usually get really bad anxiety on Halloween because of just the random people coming constantly ringing the doorbell and stuff, you know? It's kind of scary when you don't know who it is and stuff. And 
Um, this year, with everything that's gone on this year, I'm particularly concerned about our safety. So I just want to mention to our viewers that be careful this year when you're opening your door to trick-or-treaters that you're not actually going to become the victim of a home invasion robbery. That's a good point, too, because you don't know who's going to be out there this year. Yeah, and on Halloween, mm -hmm. people are much more willing to just throw their door open, assuming it's trick-or-treaters, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, and right now, so people are desperate out there. We don't have our lights on at night, so uh, because in most cases we don't need them. So usually, if you don't have your lights on, people assume you're not home, and so they go they go past. So uh, we we've lived in this. Uh, this will be the second Halloween we lived here in this apartment, and we had uh, nobody come by our door. And so it's uh, we we're not expecting any this year. We're gonna we're probably gonna we're having friends over Saturday night, and so uh, we're just uh, we don't expect any people to come by. You'll be okay, Larry, or you'll be okay, Larry. Um, do you ever turn your lights on outside, or is it just on Halloween that you don't turn them on? No, it's every it's it's uh, it's every night because Sue has just barely enough. Sue has enough, just enough light perception to say she has light perception, and I don't have any. So, so guys, I, I want to talk to you guys. Um, when you guys were kids and throughout your lives, how how much do you guys feel like you've been able to become involved with Halloween? Like, how much have you been able to continue to dress up and? You know, and how much have you bothered? I mean, after I went blind, I just know it became a lot more difficult to go out trick-or-treating in the snow and in the conditions and stuff. So after a couple of years, I just refused to go anymore, you know? So did you guys find that blindness hampered your ability to enjoy Halloween? Well, I, you know, as I got older, you know, I never, you know, really wanted much of a holiday for me, except when I, in like daycare or elementary school, we could dress up. Other than that, I never really... God dang it. Sorry about that. Um, I guess I've never really done it. I, you know, lately I just watch a scary movie or two. I watch Ghost Adventures on the Travel Channel. Mm -hmm. You know, other than that, see if these little idiots ring my doorbell again. But mm -hmm. other than that, no big. That's kind of my tradition now. I, you know, I, never, I never went to the treat at all when I was a kid. I never did it. I have no imagination when it comes to dressing up for Halloween and probably haven't dressed up for in a costume for Halloween since I was 10 years old. So, you know, nuts. Kim, are you, Kim, are you doing anything Saturday night? Uh, no, we have candy and we have stuff if anybody rings our doorbell, but no. So if I decide to throw a party, do you and your boyfriend want to come? There'll be no, no else. I, I have I have a, a little get together, but I'm not I don't nothing really big. <laughs> okay. Well you know Becca, I take that back. I did just up one time as an adult two uh -huh. years ago three years ago doing um when we went for school for the blind. You know, they told they told us we could dress up that day and I I dressed up as Hugh Hefner. Oh really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's cool. And the funny thing about it, he had just died that year, too. I was the ghost of Hugh Hefner. <laughs> okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. So 
does anybody else get anxiety about handing out trick-or-treaters to people though or handing out candy to trick-or-treaters nope no not really no I mean, it's speaking for myself, I don't. I assume I uh, assume I, if we have to face them, but speaking for myself, no. I always thought it was a good way to get to know your neighbors. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so, did anybody watch Judge Amy Coney Barrett's confirmation hearings? last night or the vote yes. I think it was called the hearings and anyway they voted wasn't that awesome it was it was um, it was really neat to um, watch her get sworn in as well later on I think what did they say that was 11 o'clock at night there you remember what that you remember what that former clerk of hers said about her that visually impaired clerk that woman i am so thrilled that amy coney barrett is on the supreme court because i know she's pro disabled people dude you know that guys uh -huh. yeah I, I read something about that but i never really confirmed it till now i so leon i actually saw the woman's testimony i saw it on a video on youtube it was mm. the most touching thing i actually cried i watched it at least three times and i cried every time it really touched me. Um, that visually impaired clerk describing what Judge Amy Coney Barrett had done for her. Oh, when she sat it. down and said, your, your fight is now my fight. Right, exactly. You know, on another note, you remember um, during um, the 2016 RNC, the, um, the lady, she was blind, she sung the national anthem at, at Trump's um, RNC convention. I do remember that. So. Mm. Well, hey guys, I've got a quick minute. I wanted to share with you the great news that you can now get my first book, Because You're Blind, in hardcover, paperback, and on Audible. See the links below. This is the story of what it was like waking up blind at the age of 12, and then several years later being stripped of my constitutional rights by my parents. And it's the story of how I had to fight to get my constitutional rights back. It's a very powerful story, and I encourage you to listen to it. And the first 50 people who email me will get a free download of the Audible version. And all you have to do is go on and write a review on Amazon for me. Thank you very much. And now, back to the blind view. Um, I, I liked um, I liked hearing that she was the um, fifth woman um, justice, and also that she's the first woman with school aged children. Um, I felt very empowered in that moment um, as a woman, and I think that any woman should be empowered um, as a working mom. Um, or just a, a working woman um, to have somebody like that sitting at such a high court. And I liked what she said when she was sworn in as well. She said that we have a separation um, of the justices from, um, from the, the Constitution, the Senate, 
um, the justice's job is to uphold the laws in the Constitution and not be swayed by political beliefs. Um, that it's, it's their job to interpret the law and not be swayed by um, those that are in office. Mm -hmm. And I really liked that. So guys, how did you guys, um, how did you guys feel about President Trump and Joe Biden's debate last Wednesday? You know, we taped the show that morning and we haven't really had a chance to talk about the debate that night. You want the honest opinion or you want like who wanted a wig? Well, your honest opinion. Honestly, Trump did, they did a, he did a much better job than he did the first debate. He let, he let Biden hang himself, which I wish he would have done the first time because he knew he was going to screw up somehow into the trap. So you think the second debate was a Trump victory? Oh, yes, of course. That was... Okay, and Kim, how did you feel about it? I think, I think that they were both calmer the second time. Mm -hmm. um, but popular belief is that Biden won. Um, but I would agree with Leon that if you fact check things and you go back and really rewind what was said and um, it really was Trump that came across the winner. Larry, did you watch it? Did you? I watched, I watched, I watched some of it and at least I have to admit Trump was a bit calmer, but honestly, I, I wasn't favorably impressed by either of them, you know. There is well, that too. Well, I say Trump won because he may again he made Biden hang himself. You know, like you're talking about about the about the cage the kids in cages. Like he said, who oh built the God. cages, Joe? Yeah. You know, and, and Biden could answer it. He, but nobody else did. He said, I was not president, I was vice president. Don't he he, he threw Obama under the bus. Mm-hmm. You know, and like Trump said, you've been in office for 47 years. You've done nothing. So the first four years of your presidency, you're going to do something now. And he yeah, that was, you know, the, the, um, our, the distinct difference on the records of these two men is incredible. When you look at everything Trump has accomplished in 47 months compared to all the destruction that Biden accomplished in his 47 years in Washington, you know, it's just amazing to me. If mm -hmm. President, if Vice President Biden had spent 47 years trying to help America the way President Trump has done the last 47 months, imagine where we would be today. But President, Vice President Biden was never wanting to help America. It was. He was not. He's been a, I don't want to say that, but you know, he's, he, <laughs> He's just a career politician like Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer. They're just career politicians, you know, and it's, just, it's and, they, and then they become corrupt after so many years, you know, or hell, they become, they were already corrupt when they started, but, you know, it's this. Oh, go ahead, Kim. Sorry, they, they believe they're fighting for the right and the justice of everybody living in the country, but in reality, they have misinterpreted and twisted the constitution and laws so much that they believe the jargon and propaganda that they're spewing it's just unbelievable mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know and look what 
and look at the look at the damage Biden's um, 94 crime bill has done. You know, especially the black community. You know, a little bit of weed or coke that was that was damn near a 20 year a 20 year sentence right there. You know, and and, and I'm glad Trump brought that up too. You know, like he said, I I'm, I done prison reform. You know, I've got over 5,000 people out of out of prison. You know, for for nonviolent offenses. And you and you were vice president for eight years. And you, and you did nothing. You didn't even bring it up. You know, all of a sudden now you're going to be a, a just. You know, you're going to be somebody for the people. You know, I'm glad and I'm glad Trump brought that out. I'm glad he, he finally told somebody said the truth about that. Mm-hmm. What is what's sad is we have um, a generation of young people. Um, that are not seeing um, a different side. They're not seeing. Um, they're not seeing the Democrats for what they really are, and that scares me to death. Um, I I remember growing up and learning to look at multiple sides of. You know, a, a coin has two sides. Um, that kind of thing, um, listening to what um, has factual basis and what is sounding like a fact and isn't really a fact. Mm -hmm. And that's what the Democrats do. They take facts and they twist them so much that they're not factual. Oh, with them it's opposite day. Yes. Yeah. And our youth, our, the younger generations don't know that. They think that, that the Democrats are saying the actual truth because it sounds like the truth, and it's not. We've had so many um, generations, two generations now grow up with um, video games and movies and entertainment and as their sole uh, babysitter, we'll say. And it's not, it's not healthy, it's not wise. Um, and that's, that's what's bringing on this socialistic um, point of view more than anything, and this support for socialism. And I just, I pray that there aren't enough younger generation able to vote yet because I feel like they think it's popular to vote for socialism because they don't know what socialism is. They don't, they didn't hear the stories that our grandparents told us, our great grandparents told us about how bad it was, about how every home had to plan for, um, for a Nazi attack or how um, even during the cold war, our parents were having, you know, whether or not they needed a bomb shelter in their homes or some something along those lines to be prepared for an attack on American soil. And we have generations now that don't have any idea what that, what that would be like. And you know, it's coming. You know what the really crazy thing is, is this quarantine that we're just coming out of probably might've given this younger generation some inkling of what it would take to survive if they really had to, you know what I mean? Right. But they didn't take it serious either. Yeah. But 
Mm-hmm. Well, <clears throat> my thing is with the socialism, you know, not, like you said, you, you hit the, the um, nail on the head there, Kim, when you said that, you know, my generation, the millennial generation and the younger ones, they don't know anything. I guess when I graduated from high school in 05, you know, I think that was one of the last school, you know, school years that they taught about World War II and, 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 and communism. You know, now that a lot of these kids don't even know who who Hitler even is. I'm like, oh they don't God. teach us no more in school. Like, no, like, what? What is World War Two? No, I take that back. Basically, they said World War Two was America invading Japan and, and Germany. It's what that's basically what they told me. I'm like, wow, really? <laughs> it's like really. My, <laughs> I'm like, my God, you know. Like I said, this generation is lost. I hope not, but it's a lot, it's a lot they lost. You know, it's, if they don't get the way they want to burn, they, they want to burn everything to the ground. Just like with the last election, you, you didn't get your way. Now you want to now you want to change the rules. You know, well, and, our, yeah. and our forefathers saw this. They saw this. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's why we got the Constitution like we have it now. They saw this coming, but I, I never thought I'd get this bad. I never did. I knew. I, I think. I, excuse me. I can't talk right now. I always knew that we had radical people, but not, not, but not to this extent like we have now. And it's scary. It <laughs> is scary. Life, the one truth in life is you can't know where you're going unless you remember where you've been, and you can't do that while you're trying to change history all the time. That's yeah. exactly it, Larry. Mm-hmm. Look at 9-11 and how watered down that has become. I don't know what they teach kids about that in school, but I know it's not enough. Well, hell, well, heck, look what Elham Omar said. Some people did some things. That's basically what she brought it down to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and... I never thought we would have actual terrorists in our government. (laughs) Well, you know, guys, this is why it's important that we share our past and our history with our children and tell them about what happened. You know, when I was growing up in Montana, there were Native Americans around us, and I remember hearing different members of their culture saying that they needed to hold on to their traditions and stuff, and I totally agreed with them because I found their traditions very fascinating, and I know that they were in danger of losing them. But even as Americans, we have stuff that we need to hold dear and make sure we we respect and, you know, hold on to. Well, oh, go ahead, Kim. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I was just agreeing with Becca. Oh, well, on that, um, you have people, especially, um, I hate to to bring this up, but um, especially younger black youth, you know, they they always want to go back to slavery. You know, yes, America had slaves. It was a yes. It was a, it was legal to have them, but you fast forward to now, no one's a slave. You know, everyone has civil rights in this country. If you're an American, mm. you know, and um, yes, America was not perfect, but but look what uh, excuse me, I can't something wrong with me today. Look what America has done. They've they've um, righted those wrongs in the past. You know, and these youth don't—they don't see that. I just don't understand why they don't see it. Or they just don't want to see it. 
you have rights like anybody else in this country. But, you know, I'm, I'm tired of fighting this battle. I'm getting tired of it. You know, I just, somebody say something to me dumb about them. Like, you know what, you know, you don't know what you're talking about. You know, I'm tired of telling, talking to people that don't want to listen. You it's know, it's like talking to a brick wall. They haven't been presented with both, both points of view, with both sides. I graduated high school and I thought I had to register as a Democrat because my parents were Democrats. Um, my, and I, I thought that was what you did. You registered in the same party that your parents were. And um, it took me a few years, but I figured it out. I figured out by listening um, and having learned um, to decipher um, fact and um, propaganda, um, what was real and what wasn't, and what who was really helpful to me in the long run um, historically and who wasn't, and who protected people in the long run and who didn't. Um, that's why I switched parties within by the time I was in my young 20s before I could actually vote the first time I had already switched parties you did a lot younger than I did I didn't I didn't switch to my late 20s early 30s um, first time you know, I voted I voted with my parents so after that though was when I started thinking for myself and researching it and stuff so I'm kind of like you Kim what were you well, saying Leon? Well, you know, when I was 18, got my first job, you know, I, you know, I think you know the world, you know, I'm working out, you know, how come I'm working, doing this, doing this labor was other people make millions of dollars, but what it comes down to is a skill. It's a skill level. I needed to go get a skill. And, um, you know, as I got a better, as I kept getting more and more trained and educated, um, I got, you know, I got a better paying job and, can get with more money comes what more taxes <laughs> you know i'm looking at my, my my paycheck i'm like wow i'm literally paying you know when i was working at, at a grocery store at 18 i'm paying i'm paying in taxes almost double that check when i was a when i was a sacker for Kroger's. you know i'm like well i need to look at this at, at this at this at the other side huh less taxes let's go let's go let's go with it <laughs> and knowing um and like you Kim, my parents were, were both Richard Democrats, but but both my parents they they had they had a lot of um conservative values though. Right. It's just the way they've been just, you know, taught to to vote all their life. I don't understand it, but you know, and back then they didn't have the the internet and stuff to easily look it up and debunk it. You really have to go to a library and actually do the research yourself. You know, and you know, like I tell my dad all the time, you know, hey, we were we've been duped all these years. You know, but that's another story for another battle for another day. I'm not gonna get into that, but you know, my parents uh, my parents did change parties um sometime um before Obama um during Bush. Um but yeah, <laughs> they they saw the light finally. Cool. 
Yeah, it's just like me. I can't even talk. You know, like, like today, they were at my dialysis clinic, they were talking about, did you go, raise your hand if you voted, and, you know, when it, you know, come to me, who'd you vote for? Some none of your damn business, but, you know, I'm really about the only conservative in the whole doggone clinic. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the doggone shame, but... <laughs> What's that saying? You you ever feel put alone in a crowded room? <laughs> That's the way I feel. <laughs> the way I feel. It does make you feel like you're the one that is out of place or the one that is being discriminated against. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm tired. Uh, you know, oh, sorry, Kim. Sorry. No, sorry. I was just gonna say it's not it's not right. Um, but I have felt that way. I felt. Um, like I needed to keep my views quiet because they weren't the same as everybody else's. Yep. I told you, I got called to Coon a couple of months ago. It, it wasn't even a political thing I said. It was, I was saying you need to listen to what the cop, the evidence, before you go, before you go cast judgment. You know, and all I said was, you know, with, with that lady in, in Kentucky, Breonna Taylor, the evidence mm -hmm. was coming out that she was part of the drug game. You know, and I got caught all kinds of names. I'm like, it took a lot of restraint from not, not because that lady out. You know, and I said, you just ignorant, you just an idiot. You know, how you gonna how you gonna cast judgment on somebody before you know the evidence or the facts? Mm -hmm. Don't listen to what the media tells you. You know, and you ought to be for black people no matter what. I'm like, no, I'm for the truth. I don't care what what race you are. I don't care how tall, how big, I, I don't care. The truth, the, the truth is the truth, and facts are facts. You know, that's why we have so much division now in this country, because of lies. And, you know, again, that's the first time I got, I got called a coon or Uncle Tom um, as an adult. I got called one as a, as a kid now in high school. But oh, like I said, I already knew I was different from everybody else in, in high school. I knew I was different. I just didn't know what it was until I got older. <laughs> well, Ken, Ken, have you already voted? Yes. So, so did you go early vote or did you vote absentee? Um, absentee. Okay. Because I haven't, it just occurred to me this morning that I think I'd better call the elections office and find out for sure where I go vote on election day because I've never went and voted here yet in Arizona. And yes. like, I, someone told me that there's voting polls all over the place. You can go to anyone you want, but I want to make sure that's correct. So as far as I know, it is. Um, my, my parents dropped off our ballots, and we were able to track them. And we've already gotten text messages that say that our signatures have been um, confirmed, and our ballots have been counted. Yeah. Well, I want to go to the voting booth on election day, and I want to use one of those accessible voting booths. Yeah. So that's another thing. I'm going to call the elections office today and just find out the address of a polling location near me where there will hopefully be an accessible voting booth that day. Because I don't want to spend all day trying to find an accessible polling booth and then not have time to vote. Oh, I voted Saturday. I went over to the, the, uh, to the library where they had an accessible voting booth and it was quite quite easy you know you put your feature ballot through the through the thing in the front of the booth and then 
it talks to you. You take your own headphones and your hand sanitizer and your mask, mm -hmm. sure, all that, and then you, you you look at all your choices on the ballot, and you can take. And, your and so, does it read the ballot to you, Larry? Yes, it did. So does, when you plug that one, does it tell you how to use the machine, or does the person? Yes, it does. Okay. At least the ones here, the ones that I did, I had, uh, had, and all the all the buttons are clearly marked and shaped so that you can figure them out. At least okay. you know here in Florida is. I don't know about Arizona, but the, okay. here in Florida, they were clearly marked, and you you know you have to be a moron to not okay. understand how not to do it. I've well, heard that they're clearly marked here as well, Becca, and that um, the hand sanitizer for your your earbuds is a good idea <laughs> um, because you don't know. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, I always take my yeah, I always I take my own headphones with me, but I had thought about the hand sanitizer. Thanks for letting me know about that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, they gave me a finger condom. When I voted two weeks ago, they go on my finger that goes in, into, into that little scrolling wheel. I'm like, huh, this is neat. And they you have know? masks here, Becca. If you, I've heard that if you do not have a mask, they will give you a mask when you show up. Cool. Mm -hmm. um, but I would definitely call and make sure that they have an accessible um, voting booth at a polling place that you plan on going to. All right. That's what I better do then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, it was really easy. Got, got my access code. They told me the code number. You know, went and punched the code in, and off I went. I'm, I'm glad in, here in Texas they stopped a straight party ticket. I'm glad they stopped that. You have to go through each and every, um, in each and every selection. I'm glad That's they good. did that. That's mm -hmm. good. Because, you know, some people just vote straight and it'd be out within two minutes. I'm like, wow, that was quick. Yeah. But, <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, I didn't know there, I didn't know there were so many third party, third party and other party candidates running for president. When I, and I looked at the ballot last week and I was oh, wow. A guy named Kanye West. Well, I know in the past I've looked at the constitutional candidate and thought about voting for him or her. You know what I mean? Um, if I wasn't voting Republican, I'd definitely look at the constitution candidate. Next. Well, in in Arizona, the only other candidate that made it on the ticket is the um, the Libertarian candidate, Joe mm -hmm. Jorgensen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was there. Um, but there were a couple others that I can't remember because they just barely, you know, got a squeak, but they're there. Well, and I can tell you a little bit about Joe Jorgensen. It's a she, actually, and she's a business owner. Um, she And she um, is very much a, um, she's very conservative. Um, and she believes in the rights of all people, um, kind of like a Rand Paul kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Very similar. A lot of libertarians are uh, conservative, actually. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the uh, kind of ir- irony for the name is that because a lot of them actually are conservative. Or the Green Party, which is nothing but a leftist, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. Yep. So does anybody plan on dressing up for Halloween this year? Nope. Probably not. I wore makeup today, Becca. <laughs> <laughs> is it Halloween makeup or is it no. a makeup? I have not worn makeup in a long time, so I put makeup on for today. <laughs> well, good for you, Kim. I was invited to a Halloween party with a bunch of um, vision-impaired people. They're going to do a costume contest and all of like, yeah. I think I'll skip it then for the second year in a row. Aww. I'm just not really, I don't know, just not really in a, you know, just, I don't know. There's too much crap going on for me to, to think about yeah. separating like that. I haven't been going to any of these virtual things with the NFB, really, because if I'm going to be around that many people that I barely know, I want to be around them in person, you know? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, get a feel for them. You can't really get a feel for them when you're yeah. a thousand miles away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're, actually have, we're actually having our monthly uh, NFB meeting at our local chapter Saturday, and I made a joke when our president last week, last month said, oh, we're going to have our meeting on Halloween. I said, that's a scary thought. <laughs> that's funny. That's mm-hmm. funny. And, and Becca, you were talking about um, earlier when you were saying we we start the show about you know people coming to um, a home invasion doing doing you know doing Halloween. Yeah. You know, uh, that's always a scary thought. Heck, even when an Amazon person comes to deliver my stuff, I really don't know who it is. You know, always like I said, keep a baseball bat by the door or something, or some kind of way to protect us. Or just like, hey, leave it on the door. And have you guys heard of this thing called Ring, R-I-N-G? I have mm-hmm. one. Yep. Did you say you have one? Yes. So my neighbor has one, and I think I'm going to get one because she's in a wheelchair, mm-hmm. and like she zips up and down our, our cul-de-sac, but my sister told me that she had one of these ring doorbells, so I had asked her about it. It sounds really good, and I'm going to get one for myself because so, yeah. I hate opening my door. Well, we and we don't use the the video too much, um, but because obviously it's not very that it's not that important to us. But don't but you get nice with it is, as well? I mean, can't you talk to them over it as yes. well? Yes. Yeah. What's nice is it tells you somebody's at the door every time somebody's at the door. Mm-hmm. Um, and is it motion activated, or do they have to push the button to turn it on? It's motion activated. Uh-huh. So you know if somebody has delivered something um, and not rung your doorbell uh-huh. or has been up to your door and not rung your doorbell. It makes a different ringing noise if they ring your doorbell. We could be not home and we would know that somebody is at our front door ringing our doorbell and we could still talk to them. Mm-hmm. So is there a speaker on the front, like right under the doorbell? that the Yeah, it's built, into the, it's built into it. Okay. Um, cool. We don't you have just use your phone to talk into it. Mm-hmm. Now, were you we able to install it yourself, Kim, or did you have to have a technician install it? Um, I installed it myself. Um, 
I would, uh, I would say your sister or, or somebody could do, do it, um, or you could do it, or it, it's not, it, it's a matter of, you have to take it down every month or two to recharge it, which is kind of a pain, and but does, that's does, okay. Does it bill you, like, does it bill your credit card each month, and how much does it cost? Um, well, we, we don't um, subscribe to the video, so we don't do, oh. we don't. Um, do that. We just paid for the ring itself the one time, okay. but it, it, there is a service for the extra security of having them record videos. So if uh, you don't have video, what is, what is the ring without the video? Is it just audio then? It, it would just be the audio to let you know somebody's at the door and you can still use the camera feature to see who it is if you're somewhere else. Okay. Well, I, we don't have a ring. I was just asking an alarm system that's, that's similar to ring. It's called what? Via Vivint Smart Home. Um, same thing, same concept. You know, I can talk through my phone if I'm if I don't if I don't trust who's at the door or something. But sometimes I'm just an idiot and I just go and answer the door. Yeah. But uh, you know, yeah, so just a, yeah, I, I can never fully get used to that yet. But you know, like I say, when I'm like when the city of Houston comes by for the, to check our sewer property line, I ask for an ID number, like stay right there, and I go call the city. You know, or if my dad is here, he, he can verify all that on for me. But you know, like I say, I'm, I always have protection when I go answer the door, no matter what. So I do know someone answers my door after eight o'clock at night. We got there's there's a problem. Oh, I got a security door. Um, so. I always, we just always try to keep the security security door locked. So no matter who it is, when we open our front door, they still can't get to us unless they shoot us through the security door. That's about all they can do. It's like a steel, it's a steel security door. Yeah, I got it just before the quarantine, actually. We got something like a storm door so nobody can just, can just kick in. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, like I say, as blind, as visually impaired individuals, we have to, you got to take care of yourself first, you know, and no one's going to do that better than you. You know, again, I had to keep bringing up the protection, but I got to. I, I, I know I, I sound like a broken record every, almost every video, but I encourage any blind individual to, to protect yourself somehow. Please do it. Please. I don't want to see none of y'all on the news getting, getting hurt real bad. I've seen it happen here in Houston a couple of times. You know, like I said, crime is on the rise everywhere. Uh -huh. So has anybody heard about any new tools for the visually impaired or anything cool going on in the visually impaired world they'd like to share? Not lately. Mm -hmm. I'm getting ready for, I'm volunteering for V-Rate um in a couple weeks oh are they gonna do that virtual yes it'll be oh, the first time it's the 24th year becca so and they're doing it virtually this year it? can you let me know how i can look at it virtually you know what i mean um yeah um it's gonna be all online okay. um so if you go to um vrate 2020 um dot com i think or just look up V-Rate 2020, 
it has everything on there. You just need to register and they'll, it'll send you an email to let you know. It's the thir- Friday, the 13th of November. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. But there will be an exhibit hall and they're doing, um, yeah, Friday the 13th. <laughs> and they're doing um, the seminars all day. Just uh, which will just be back to back. So it'll and just. What are the dates of V rate? Do you know? Um, what is what is the what acronym they, stand for? No, it, do they do that in May? I'm trying to remember when they do V rate. Um. Oh, oh, it's once a year. It's always in November. Oh, is it in November? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had our white cane day two weeks ago, but it was on a Zoom call. <laughs> What did you guys do during the Zoom call to commemorate White Cane Day? We didn't. They just had a couple of guest speakers. That was it. Oh, speaking about really, canes? Hmm? Were they speaking about their experiences using canes and stuff or experiences black yeah. people? Mm-hmm. You know, oh, how to, how, you know, daily life with, a, you know, using the, you know, how to um, tell people about, um, about, about your cane and, you know, it's, it's not a stick. We got to keep it real. We gotta keep telling people it's not a it's not a stick, it's not a blind stick, it's a cane. For some people, for some reason, a lot of people want to call it a stick. It doesn't look like a stick, <laughs> you know. But yeah, I was on one again. I don't know why they always want to call it a stick, but a lot of people are raised thinking it's a stick. Mm. So guys, listen. I know that this is can be quite a conundrum. Is it a cane or is it a stick? But what you call something is really quite irrelevant. Yeah. And if you can get over it, get past it, it really helps a lot. Yeah. Like, I know, I, I actually just, most sighted people, I just argue with them. If they call it a cane, I call it a stick. If they call it a stick, I call it a cane. Just to be a pill. But um, honestly, it's like the whole blind thing. Like, you have to be able to say that you're blind in order to survive it, right? Well, you you have to be able to use, you have to feel comfortable in your own skin and not be concerned about what labels you're using, right? Right. Well, it's it's not that. It's just you know, it's to, to me it's a respect thing. But you know, take time to to learn what it is because I wouldn't call somebody in a wheelchair, you know, that thing with wheels on it, or a chair with wheels. You know, it's a wheelchair. You know, oh, that's, that's somebody's legs. It's like our cane is basically our, our, our sight. So, guys, you know how as blind people we talk about watching TV and reading books and and looking out the window and stuff? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Do you think people in wheelchairs something about talking, talk about walking to their friend's house, stuff like that? Yeah. Yeah. It's I the same thing. Really- so I had a pretty good friend in a wheelchair, my friend Eric in Montana. We were friends for a long time. I actually met him before I ever met my husband. And Eric and I were really good friends, and we went out and hung out a lot. But, you know, it never did come up in our conversation whether or not he wanted to say we were walking over to the bowling alley to get cheese fries. <laughs> but he was funny. Well, you know, my brother, he's in the, my older brother's in the wheelchair. Uh-huh. And, you know, and look what he calls me. Look what I call him. I call him. I, I call him Will Man. He calls me. Um, what does he call me? Oh yeah, sightless. I call him, and I call him the Will Man. 
Mm-hmm. You know, oh, you just we... have it. You have nicknames for each other. You're teasing mm-hmm. each other. Yeah. That's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, I never. You know, and he, again, he 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 lost his way to his, his ability to walk years before I lost my eyesight. You know, and you, you know, we all we, we we had a connection. Now we both. I really, I really don't call it disabled, but you know, but we had that connection like that. He and he understands it. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing that we all have in common, all of us who have different disabilities, is we all understand that our disability is not what defines us. And so, like, I think, I really feel like, even though my fellow disabled people who are in wheelchairs or who have other disabilities, whether, you know, there's so many different disabilities you can have. Mm-hmm. I just feel like on what on at some level we can all connect. You know what I mean? Because all of us have been there, you know, and um, felt that that at lack of access. You know what I mean? It's almost a vo- it's a void. Yeah, in a way that in a way that people who've never been disabled can't understand. What, what, right. When you're disabled, no matter what your disability is, you understand what it's like to have to fight for access and fight for equal rights. Exactly. And people look at you and judge your abilities because they see a wheelchair or because they see a cane or because they see whatever tools you use to make your life a successful one, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm fighting and, fight every day at school. What'd you say, Leah? I fight that fight every day at school. Mm-hmm. It's a fight that you never stop fighting. Yeah. Why is the why is the first question that people ask is if you're blind <clears throat> is why don't you have a dog? Yep. Oh my god! Why I'm is to say how many fingers am I holding Always the first question people ask. People always used to say, "How many fingers am I holding up?" Yes. I don't have. I don't have a dog. I'm not a guide dog person. <laughs> there are guide dog people and there are cane people. I am. I found out. When I tried to, when I had a guide dog for six months, I am not a guide dog person and never will be. I was shopping in the grocery store one time um, and a lady came up to me and she said, I know where you can get a guide dog. You need a guide dog. (laughs) (laughs) Did you get her name and number? No. So you can go get a guide dog? No. <laughs> One funny story about that too came about me about the guide dog. When I went and adopted my dog from the from the county pound, you know, the lady there thought, oh, oh, you here to get a guide dog, huh? I'm like, no, that's not how I got, that's not how you choose a guide dog. <laughs> um, I just want a little, a, little, a little household dog, you know, to keep me company every now and again. Speaking of the way, it's my dog. <laughs> I mean, I have nothing against guide dogs. I have nothing against people that use them. Absolutely. It's just not for me. Larry, do you have anything against pet dogs? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Does everybody on the panel at least have a pet dog? No, not anymore. Uh, no, I, no, I live in an apartment. Cats are better apartment pets than dogs. Oh, do you have cats, Larry? I did. I don't have one at the moment, but I, I, we did a couple of years ago. 
Leon, do you have dogs? Leon? Yeah, I like dogs. Uh, Is Leon still on? I mean, I know. I, Leon? I've got a dog. Yeah. <laughs> hey, everybody. Is Leon still on too? I mean, the best dog I ever had was a Doberman that I raised from a puppy. Ah, it was um, my buddy. And how are you, Tim? Royal dog. Doing I all right. Had. I had an That's emergency had an emergency phone call, so I couldn't get on earlier. So sorry about that. Oh no! Sorry. Was it from the president, Tim? Oh yeah, no, it's from the Democrats. They're going to come after and get me in about two weeks. They already done said that. So. Oh. Are they? Are, no, let's well, have faith. Are they going to come get you because you're a gun owner or what, Tim? Oh, they're going to get me because all the stuff I've been saying about them here lately. They're going to put me in the encampment. Oh, little, the uh, reprogramming? So you're, you're, re you'll, be, you'll be putting a bullet through your head any day now, right? Well, I'd rather, yeah, well, I'd rather do that than go on with the Democrats. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> Voluntary. <laughs> yep. So what's everybody's prediction? Well, oh, Trump's hadn't really a landslide. I think it'll come down to Supreme Court on the on the uh, the uh, mail-in ballots because people will want to count them five months after being sent in. So mm -hmm. I believe it'll be shut down, and mm -hmm. Donald Trump will barely win due to the fact mm -hmm. of the Supreme Court. But I think, honestly, I think President Trump will get the majority of the he will have votes. He will have, the, he will have the votes, but the Democrats will be suing, and it'll come down. And everybody say the Supreme Court is the reason why. No, I think he'll win Pennsylvania. He's going to win Michigan. He's going to win Wisconsin. He's going to win Arizona. And right there puts him in as the president. So it's going to be a squeaker, though. It's going to be a squeaker. We won't, know who's president about we won't know who's president until about December 15th. That's your prediction, December 15th? That's my prediction. Yep. Why December 15th? It's a good date. <laughs> and, me, and, me, and me and my little furry At least we'll know before Christmas. Mm -hmm. and, and we have to have Donald Trump to save the country. Next Just year, imagine years, all of the fighting that we're going to be seeing on the news so after the election <laughs> before we finally settle it, dude. Oh, you know, shopping for Christmas presents is going to be a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One word, Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, Zoe, sit down. Uh oh, sorry. Amazon, Target, Walmart. Yeah. When you guys shop at Amazon, do you look to see um, where the products are coming from? Mm -hmm. You're talking about being made from where yes. they're being made from? Oh, yeah. Correct. I try to buy American all I can. Why, Kim? Because I Amazon has a lot of foreign country <laughs> products. Yeah. And by supporting Amazon, we are getting a lot of Chinese merchandise and we are getting a lot of Indian merchandise and we are getting a lot of Mexican merchandise. And it just depends on how much American stuff you want to support. Um, there's not a lot of USA made brands on Amazon 
Okay. So um, if you really look go at it, to find USA name brands, you you have yeah you have to look through the whole description. So to buy, there, but to buy American stuff, you probably need to go out and go shopping physically to yep. do that. No. No. But even even the stuff with so-called American names is foreign made. Yeah, so, you have to be really, really careful because some of their parts and pieces come from other countries. Yep, we just ask me about my car. We have um, a backlog in as far as um, manufacturing for appliances right now in America because we can't get parts and pieces. Because we're not doing business with China. Uh, not necessarily. It's Mexico. China. It's Mexico's Mexico. A, Mexico's the biggest one now. It's Mexico right now. And so if you get your hands on an appliance that is made by Panasonic or something that you Whirlpool. have never heard of making a refrigerator, then buy it because, and you need a refrigerator and you should buy it because you're not going to be able to find a Whirlpool or a GE for a while. Mm-hmm. Not until next year. <laughs> just like with the, just like with the ammunition, same thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. Where's my dog? Where did she go? What's your dog's name, Leon? Zoe. Oh. Uh, she's a little rat terrier. Rat terriest. My German mm-hmm. Shepherd Precious was sitting beside me here when we first got on camera, so I was petting her. Well, my dog's passed out on the couch, so... So was everybody excited about uh, Amy Coney Barrett last night getting sworn? Oh, in? you missed that discussion, Tim. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> we can talk about it now. Yes, Tim. How did you feel about it? I was uh, very excited about it, but uh, hopefully that the Republicans can still keep the Senate because if we don't, we will pay for that nomination yep. and that uh, judge getting put in. Yep. So. Um, uh, I believe the majority of the American people wanted her to be. I uh, we have it's 52 percent as yeah. of yesterday, but still, you know, Chuck Schumer said that he is going to. They're going to stack the court. They're going to stack the Senate. They're going to do a lot of stuff, and we're going to have. If they get control of the Senate, America is gone forever. That's all I'm saying, because they're going to do so many things. We're going to be one party rule, just like they are in California. And the Republicans will never have a say in anything anymore. Yep. And when you have one party rule, that is tyranny and that is dictatorship. I wouldn't vote for a Democrat if I was a Democrat now, right now, because they are no longer the Democratic Party of 15, 20 years ago. They are the Communist Party now. The Communist Party of America. The, the, the CCA. Let me know. Wait a minute. I said that wrong. CPA. Yeah, CPA. And so Democrats are no, they, I don't even think that uh, Kennedy, John F. Kennedy would be a, a Democrat if he would see what the Democrats are like today. He would Not be a Republican. A, no. He, he was too conservative. No, he was a conservative. He t- cut taxes and he was a Catholic. 
And I remember back when, well, I don't remember, but I remember the stories of how the Democrats were run, didn't like him because he was Catholic, just yeah. like they did for Amy Comey, Comey last night. Yeah. I wasn't so, so much a Democrat that didn't like him because it was Catholic. Generally, people didn't like him because he was Catholic. Because how did he win the rarity? It was a rarity for a Catholic to be a president. Presidents up until that time were these Baptist, Methodist, uh, conservative. Well, the problem was he was a practicing Catholic. Uh, I don't know if the these people like you know said that they're well, I'm a Christian, but they don't practice it. They don't go to church or whatever. So. Uh, he was a practicing Catholic at the time, even though he ended up screwing himself over with Marilyn Monroe. But uh, uh, yeah. So, what do you guys think about that? That's kind of a, an interesting topic: um, politicians and affairs. Oh, <laughs> wow! What about Lewinsky? It happens on both sides. It happens on both sides. Happens on both sides, and it happens all the time. Yes, I don't think. Well, I don't it, think. I don't think George W. Bush had one, but uh, no, I don't think he did. No, Obama probably didn't have one. No. Now we everybody knows that Bill Clinton did. Ronald Reagan didn't. I know that for a fact. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Carter didn't. I would say it's probably become uh, fewer than far between lately. But back in the old days, they did. I know that Nixon did. I know that um, who else had one? Well, of course, uh, Kennedy did. Do you think it's a political power that they believe they have the right to do that? Or do you think it's uh, a disconnection? They they take advantage of their, their position. Yeah. No pun intended. (laughs) I think they're just human beings like the rest of us who screw around on their spouses sometimes. And if they happen to be in political office and they get caught, it's like everybody knows it's a big smear thing, you know? Well, it's like that candidate in North Carolina right now. He was leading in the polls. And he ended up having an affair and got caught. He's going to lose now to to the Tillis. Tillis pulled ahead. He's ahead by five points now in North Carolina. So is he a Democrat or a Republican? A Democrat. The Democrat had an affair with the lady just this year. And the lady he was cheating with is married to another military guy who got injured in Iraq and is very seriously injured. And so now there's a possibility he could be uh, court-martialed by the U.S. military because he's still a active duty. Active duty. So there's a possibility he's in trouble. Oh, my God. So Did these affairs know? destroy your career, which it should. Did anybody see the um, 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 listen to the tweets after after ACB got got confirmed? These people are sick. You know these leftists they are they are some sick puppies, man. I didn't see the tweets, Leon. What did they say? It's just like oh, we got a um, what we want to say? Yeah, we got a religious nut job in the Supreme Court now. A few of them have made videos like just screaming and crying. We got to pack the courts now. I'm like, wow, really? So you just, you're admitting what you want to do. <laughs> you know, you like know, I said, the gloves are off now. 
We I'm know really it's tired. Of, huh? I'm getting really tired of the Democrats always cheating to try to get their way. You know what but, I mean? Well, they, they can't do it legislative, so they've got to do it judicial way. And that's well, why the happened. Supreme Court is so important to them. Well, look what happened years ago when, um, in 2013 when the Democrats changed the rules to the um, Supreme Court nomination. And, and Republicans told them, years down the road, it's going to bite you in the behind. And, and I'll be damned. It did. And now, and now they want to change it again now. Well, because <laughs> it's biting them in behind. Well, if they, <laughs> but if they change it, which they will, it will never be able to fix it. The Republicans will never get the power ever again to fix it. That's how important this election is. If you got a Republican senator out there, you've got to vote for your Republican senator, or we will lose this country because the Democrats will get the power, just like in California, and we will never get it back again. There will be no possible way other than a revolution with guns and a civil war. Poor, poor California. I wonder if we can just sell California to one of these countries. I wish California would secede and just go ahead and go off on its own little merry way. You guys, California has yep. been talking about that for decades. Yeah, let's just let them go. I would let them go. Mm-hmm. Uh, Texas, Texas has been talking about it. Do you think it. Cuba might want California? Uh, well, they China will. China would love to have California, but California, uh, it's just like, like I said, they have, their energy policies are so bad, like yesterday or today, they're having blackouts and brownouts again because it's too hot because they don't have enough power to generate to keep up the air conditioners. So they, they shut everybody's air conditioner off. So what Which do you think is going to happen? Great. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen to America? On a 97-degree heat day, is it going to be great to turn off your air conditioning? You can't run it for four or five hours. That, that, that shit will be all over America if we don't stop them next Tuesday. Yep. You know, what, uh, here in Arizona, it gets up to 120-plus in the summer. Well, you're going to have blackouts because, or brownouts because they're going to – you can't use natural – you can't even use natural gas, which is the least uh, emission – fossil fuel there is they even want to eliminate that and most of us have natural gas furnaces in our attics or well, they're gonna, um, they'll, our refit, water they'll, re, they'll refit you they're going to tear down your house and rebuild your home that's what they're saying and they yeah. so they're saying and they're going to create jobs and stick you with the bill right yeah you're going to be forced to do this because we are the communists of america now and that's what's headed this way. And it's not, this is not made up bull crap. This is reality. You can hear them and they're telling you what's going to happen now. They don't care. They tell you out front what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Just like Joe Biden said the other night, he's going to get rid of the oil industry. He is going to get rid of the oil industry. Right. And all of the oil refinery workers are going to be out of work. All of the electrical workers are going to be out of work everybody's going to be out of work. Well, not even that. So the oil company doesn't have, so people who go on that shift go to a, a place to get something to eat. Those places will have less business. So somebody at that, that's that restaurant's not going to have a job anymore. And all that does is keep on trickling down and then yeah. nobody's going to be working. 
Well, it's the same thing with taxes. You raise taxes for one group of people, it trickles down. See, you're right, because they keep on talking about corporate taxes. We're going to raise corporate taxes. You know, corporations don't pay their tax. The consumer does because they figure that into their expenses and we pay for it when we buy their goods. So that's going to make everything we buy more expensive. Corporations do not pay taxes. We pay That's exactly what happened when Obama raised taxes. That's exactly what will happen when Biden raised taxes. And the jobs went overseas because of that too. So don't get, get sucked in that. We're going to raise taxes on the wealthy. The wealthy is the middle class because we pay for everything. We buy their yep. goods. We pay their taxes for them. The middle California. class is coming back under Trump. Under, um, under Obama, there was no middle class. No, they hate the middle class. Hey, Louisville, California did two week, a few weeks ago about the, about the gas emitting vehicles. That's gone by 2035. And who's going to have $100,000 to buy an electrical car? Mm-hmm. That's going to affect more middle class and poor people than it will anybody. Yep. So, uh, but then again, look, what, look how much, um, um, excuse me, look how many resources it takes to build one electric vehicle. You know, that battery yeah. itself is... is <laughs> Building one of those batteries, it, 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 it pollutes the air more than, more than a gasoline vehicle does. And what happens to the battery when it's no good anymore? What are you going to do with the battery? Yep, you got you to, well, like it does it's with just, the... Flintstones, meet the Flintstones. It's just like these CFL <laughs> bulbs they're telling everybody to buy. Okay? No. They, you know if one breaks, you need to call Hazmat to come to your house? Because there's mercury in them. So you're throwing all this shit in the landfill... And one day that we're going to be affected by all this mercury. So why should I? I oh, indensit bulb is the best bulb to have, not the freaking one with the mercury that's built into it. That is how stupid the government is. They're going to make you put a bulb in that's got mercury in it. Yep. Well, I mean, it well, says they're right on the label. If drop. When you're throwing away, you got to put it in a, a, a bag. Oh, my gosh. That stuff is pretty rough shit. Well, hell, look at California. They got rid of plastic, too, didn't they? Yeah. You no can't have plastic straws. bags no more and straws. I can't stand these paper straws. Oh, I know. <laughs> you start that, drinking out of it. It becomes a good spitball. A paper straw with a paper wrapper around it when you're blind. It's, you know what I mean? There's no... It's ridiculous trying to do that. You just do not want to become the next California. California is falling apart at the seams. What do you know about it, Kim? I know their deficits, and they keep adding on to the deficits. I think they're, what, $80 billion in that deficit? They want to keep on giving free health care to the illegal aliens in this country. They, they raise their taxes all the time. They've got the highest gas in the country. You can't buy an, a, a, you have to buy an electric car in 10 years or 15 years, whatever it is. You can't get a Lyft ride anymore or an Uber ride anymore because of unions. There's all kinds of crap that goes on in California. In San Francisco, I don't have to pick up my dog shit. 
I have to pick up my dog shit, but humans can shit anywhere in San Francisco, anywhere. And even inside, even inside of a grocery store, somebody can squat right there and take a dump, and nothing happens to them. In San Francisco, me? they've got a pooping crew that goes up picking up human feces off the streets. Yeah, I heard that. So California is not a good role model. California can fall off the face of the earth, and I could care less because it would take Hollywood with it. Think about our blind brethren who live in California, though, you guys. Like, several months ago, I called my friend Eric, who lives over there, because he's blind. And he said, oh, everything's fine and hunky-dory, but I should probably try him again now, because, yeah, they've lost, like, their Uber and Lyft, which we all know is the primary source of transportation for us visually impaired people. It's, it's effect, it affects the blind people big time in California, because you can't work for them. I can't remember what the law is, but if you don't because get 40... It, it, yeah, you're right, Tim. It has to be a full-time job. It can't just full-time be full-time And they have to have benefits and insurance. They have to have crap. benefits and all that crap. You're right, Leon. That's what it, what it was. Mm-hmm. So now Lyft and, and Uber are no longer out there. And so now the disabled are back to taking taxi cabs again that cost five times the amount to go anywhere. Are there yep. even any taxi cabs anymore, though? Because... A lot of taxi cab companies were driven out of business when Uber and Lyft came about. So maybe there's not even that option for people anymore. Maybe there's nothing. I don't know. We would have to ask somebody who lives in California. Yeah. You know, like my, my cousin, you know, he's a God bless him, but he's an idiot. You know, he, he has a laundromat business now. You know, when he came here last year, he was talking about how Trump is the grand wizard of the KKK. I'm like, oh my God. You're an idiot. I'm like, look how much you pay in taxes and look how much we pay. I'm like, dude, you look how much it costs for him to, to register his two vehicles, fifteen hundred bucks. It's only it's only eighty bucks here, and it goes and it gets cheaper as you get older. I'm like, dude, 50, that's a down payment for a car, and he has to pay that a year just to register his two vehicles. Not to mention his property taxes, he has to pay an arm and a leg for. But well, you, you want to talk about Texas and all and, and Trump? You're an idiot. <laughs> I went I went to uh, California one time. And I asked the security guard, how many jobs? He says, I work two 48 hours a week. I have to work two jobs to keep myself able to stay here. And I said, why do you stay here? Because it's so expensive to live there and the taxes are outrageous. You know, uh, near Silicon Valley, we know where Google and stuff is at. I see all these documentaries all the time on YouTube about you got guys making a hundred thousand dollars a year, and they got to share. They got to split the rent. You know, a hundred thousand dollars there is like making twenty thousand here in, in Texas. You know, that's, but like you say, Tim, why stay? Why stay? Well, I went to a McDonald's in, in up near uh, LAX. It was a three-story McDonald's, and I said, "Why do you all have three stores? Because they don't build out; they build up." Because you can't pay, don't have to pay taxes on anything. It's two story, three story. Because the property is so small, they only pay taxes on that small property. So they build up. So you got a three story McDonald's. Wow. Yep. That's interesting. Yep. So I wonder if there's a slide that you can go if you go up to the third. Oh, spot. that would be fun. Right? So you want to go down the slide? Down to the bottom. We can go down a, about a fire fireman pole. That'd be even better. Yeah. Get you a good-looking woman over there by that pole, and I'll set up. That's not good. <laughs> Tim, we should design a treehouse, dude. 
Oh yeah, good treehouse. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh yeah, Becca, you said you want to see my, my target from the other day? Oh yeah. So Leanne, tell our viewers the story about your target too. Like you know, I have my little my well, my, my latest AR fifteen, I needed to put a sight on it. Yeah, go figure I'm blind with a sight on a gun. Yeah, I know. And the guy was like, you know what? I'll do something for you better. I'll order you a laser. I'm like, cool. You know, ordered it. It came la it came last Wednesday. I, I put it on there. I went there and put it on there Friday. He said, you want to shoot it? I'm like, hell yeah. So went there and shot. And this is my little, this is my results. Let me back up a little bit. I don't know if it's upside down or not. So, but that's the target, huh? How many times did you hit the target? Times. It's a Democrat symbol. <laughs> <laughs> I hit the bullseye a couple of times, as you can see. Yeah, you did a good job there, Leon. Don't want to mess with you, man. <laughs> yep. I got my cowboy hat on right. I got my cowboy hat, too, so. Yeehaw. You can't get a ticket without a cowboy hat. Get you a horse, and you're halfway there. Yep. Take it. You want to know something funny, though? Every day in my neighborhood, you, you'll see horses, people riding horses in the, up and down the street. You can do that here in, in Houston. They won't, the, the cows won't say nothing to you. All they travel, cool. we have almost every month through, through, through the neighborhood. It's funny. It's real fun. Especially during, our, especially during the rodeo days here. Especially I go Western Day. Oh, it's a time to dress up in your cowboy, in your best cowboy outfit and Head on down to the rodeo, get some good Texas smoked barbecue, and Ooh. yeah, some brisket. I love rodeos, man. I bet you, you do, Rebecca. Except for in well, California, they're so great because there's so much to listen to and smell and do, <laughs> even when you're blind. You know what I mean? If you have your cane, you can go anywhere and do anything while you're there. Uh, yeah, especially on especially the live country music concerts we have here too. Mm -hmm. During that time, I never thought I would like country music until I went a few years ago. Listen to Mr. Garth books. I'm like, I'll be damned. I never thought I would like this crap. Now I'm a fan. I look all you've been look all you've been listening missing, Leon. Yeah. Now I, I, now I, gotta, I gotta get a real Stetson hat now. Now if we can just get you to choose some tobacco. Hey, do any of you guys have cigars? Who? Yes. So I was gonna do my I was gonna do the show from my bedroom today. Um, in my bedroom, I've got a sound bar up on my I have like a a higher wall up there, and I on the ledge I have this sound bar, and I have Alexa built into it, and so I get to listen to my music right out of that thing, and it like permeates the sound throughout my bedroom. Right, instead of it sounding like it's just coming from <laughs> one spot in my room, one speaker, it's like everywhere. Mm, yeah, um, surround surround sound. My, Pandora this morning while I was exercising and it was great. So do, so do you go in there and turn on some Barry White let's get it on? And I listened to Barry White on there before. <laughs> I like jazz masters. I like I love country. I listen to a lot of country. Um, I love pop. Well I listen to my soundbar when I want to listen to my podcasts. So that's what I do while I'm cooking and stuff. I think I'm all you can also like tune into Fox News radio over like your Alexa. Yep, you can, you can. I do that every morning. You know, I actually, I actually shut my cable off recently because 
I paid an arm and a leg for it, and my boyfriend was watching it 24 hours a day. But I got sick of it. I can watch Fox News on my iPad, so that's what I did. I canceled my expensive cable package, and I just watch Fox News on my iPad now through my YouTube TV app. There you go. We use Spectrum stream, streaming Spectrum uh, uh, through our, because we, we have a TV, but we don't use it. If we would do West TV, it's either on our phone or on our iPad. Do any of you guys have Apple TVs? Yes. Yeah. Kim, would you come over and help me set my Apple TV up? <laughs> I can. Yeah. You know, I haven't. I haven't Apple TV. I've never really used it. The Spectrum, the Spectrum TV app on the Apple TV actually don't work well together. Uh, so, uh, I've got illegal stream coming through my house. What's that, Tim? That's everything's illegal. <laughs> How did it get in your house, though? I, I pay five dollars a month for five thousand three hundred twenty-two channels. Really? Cool. Yep. Who needs that many channels? I don't know, but I've got them. If I, if you want to watch them. Mm. Hope the uh, government's not watching that. I just said that. You know, I all of us. <laughs> I really am happy about my choice to cancel my expensive cable package and just start watching my own stuff on my little iPad through my YouTube TV app and through some of my other apps on my iPad because my life was a nightmare when I had my cable cable turned on because you guys literally, my boyfriend had the TV going 24-7 during the quarantine. Oh, my gosh. We had YouTube TV for a while, and it, it certainly worked better than Sling, but uh, it, it got to be too expensive per person. Uh, uh, Hulu's a good one. You can get Hulu TV for $54 a month, so that's a good one if you want to pay for it. Uh, it's just whatever you want to do. So, do you guys watch much descriptive or descriptive shows, or do you guys are you guys okay with everything? I don't have to watch descriptive yet. Okay. Okay. I'm talking to somebody off camera. Sorry about that. Had a little accident when my arm started bleeding. I got up the hell out of here. Oh, what happened, Leon? My retarded behind. Um, took the bandage off too quick. Make sure you. Ooh. I, I, I got it. Yeah. The one thing I'm, I'm just good now. I, it's out. Is anybody gonna be carving a jack o' lantern this year? No. No. I should go on. Becca's really look looking at the video, man. It was awesome. Do you roast the That pad? is the uh, messiest operation in the world, carving a jack-o'-lantern. What did you say, Kim? Do you roast the pumpkin seeds? No. Oh. I don't. Um, a little salt on them? Oh, my lord. Do y'all make candy apples? I think I might do that Saturday. Well, I'm on the uh, keto diet, so I don't get to eat stuff anymore like that. So, 
I haven't had a county apple in 20 years. Have you been losing weight on the keto diet? Tim? I've lost 10 pounds in seven days. Has it been worth it or has it been a really difficult? It's, it's, it's been easy because I could eat vegetables and cheese, some and some cheese and meat, of course, and some certain fruits and a salad. So it's not been tonight. I'm having uh, making mac and cheese out of cauliflower, which is mm-hmm. awesome. And uh, hamburger patties for tonight. Tomorrow night I'm having salmon and uh, oh. roasted Brussels sprouts. So it's been it's perfect, been pretty easy diet. Oh, cool. So you would recommend it to our viewers? I would recommend it. You just can't drink alcohol while you're on it. That's the uh, only thing you can't do. And, and, well, candy and all that. You can't have fruit. Certain fruits you can't have. Just mm-hmm. need to check out the keto diet. Go to their website or find somebody on YouTube and just follow it. And it's pretty easy to keep. How do you spell keto? K-E-T-O. Thank you. So I've lost 10 pounds in seven days, and I've got uh, several pounds to go. What's your, what's your goal, Tim? How much do you hope to lose? I want to lose 20% of my weight. Okay. Good for you. I, wanna, I just don't want to be a, I don't want to become a diabetic. So that's what I'm doing it for. When I started to lose weight, I was, I wanted to lose half of my body mass. That's how far overweight I was. So. Well, I want to lose 50 pounds. Good for you. So uh, I'm on my way. And like I said, I want to become a diabetic or on high blood pressure medication and, and uh, this is a way to do it. Yep. And, you know, every little bit helps. And it, the more things you do to help your health, it builds up, you know, and it, it becomes a, a ball and it's rolling down a hill. And the more things you do, the better your health becomes. That's what's been yeah. my experience. Yep. Whether it's Everybody dieting, exercise, or drinking more water or watching what you eat. Yeah, you need to drink a lot of water if you're on a diet. Don't drink yeah. Don't drink diet sodas. Diet sodas is one of the worst things for you to drink. Period. Yeah. Uh, I would. Re- it's better for you to drink a regular soda than it is a diet soda. Actually. Mm-hmm. So don't drink any diet anything. Yeah. Yep. It's got that aspartame in it, which causes. Cancer. I could never. I could never understand that line of thinking. You go out, and you get the hamburger, the fries, and then you get a diet soda. Diet What's soda. Yeah. I had a there, there's more calories in that burger than there is in that. Uh, I think it's 160 calories in a 16 ounce the Coca Cola. There is more calories in that Big Mac you're eating than there is in that drink. My, I had a childhood friend who drank Diet Coke our whole lives. Oh. And she always struggled with her weight. She just died last October. But yeah, her whole life she struggled with her weight. And she was always drinking Diet Coke, though, you know. The diet didn't help her, the diet pop, you know? No, actually, there, there's been studies showing that the more diet drinks you drink, the more weight you gain because your body adapts to it and it mm-hmm. changes it molecularly inside your body. And you will gain weight even though you're on a diet drink. Mm-hmm. It's all a hoax. Yep. Just like eating that damn Impossible Whopper from Burger King, don't eat it. <laughs> That impossible whopper got it, it, more it, it, fat it. in it than a whopper does. And not even that is it. Uh-huh. I was gonna say, did you hear where Coca-Cola isn't making certain diet sodas anymore right now anyway? Why? Coca-Cola has cut out a lot of their 
soda brands. Or- mm-hmm. Yeah, Coca-Cola got rid of Tab. I didn't know Tab was even around anymore. That was the first <laughs> diet drink in America, Tab. That's how old I am. Good God. And it was awful. Yes, it was pretty bad stuff. <laughs> the diet diet drink you should be drinking is nothing but water. Water, water. But zero is pretty good, though, don't you guys think? No. Any soft drink's not really good for you, period. Oh, I know. I, I, but it, when we're comparing diet drink to diet drink... All I'm saying is I think that one's probably not as offensive in my experience. If I'm going to drink something straight up, I'll just get me a cherry Pepsi. Mm -hmm. I've been drinking a lot of ginger ale lately. I I like ginger ale. Ginger is good for you. Ginger is good for your digestive system. Oh, yeah, I should go. Yeah. It actually works against acid uh, ref- reflux because Susie takes, uh, Susie has these crystallized ginger slices that she eats every day. She almost rarely gets uh, the acid reflux now. Well, everybody, I got to go. So I'll see you all later. Hopefully next week we will have a president this time, but I doubt it. So we, I'll see you guys next week. So, Tim, before you go, we'll just wrap up the show, but I just wanted to remind our viewers, be careful on Halloween and get out there and vote on Tuesday. Vote Uh, Republican. Does anybody else have anything they'd like to add before we wrap up the show? We all need to pray for our country in the next seven days. Yes, don't forget to pray for our president. We really need to get on our knees and thank God what we've got now, because in two weeks we may never have it again. So we really need to pray for God's help and guidance and guide us through this. And hopefully Donald Trump wins because he's the last great hope we've got. Mm. Yep. Does anybody else want to add anything? Okay. If not, um, I just want to let our viewers know you guys can email us at info at bluebutterflyenterprises.com. And if you guys, if anybody would like to come on the show, just send us your contact information and we will contact you. Um, and also let us know what you guys think about the show. Um, happy Halloween, everyone. Oh, yeah. Happy Halloween, everyone. Bye. Bye-bye. Peace out, everybody. Please like, share, and hit the subscribe button. Peace out. Thank you for watching Becca's World. Please like, share, and subscribe to my channel.